I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. started. Oh my gosh. Well, holy crap. (laughs) 15 minutes later, and here we are. Welcome to the freaking Truth Fairies. It's a good thing this isn't live or you would have all checked out by now because we have... It has been... It has been a session it so has far. Been a day. <laughs> been a day. Yeah. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. Are you? Actually, I'm not. I'm not either, damn it. I but nobody not. wants to hear that. Nobody cares. No one wants to hear about that. Hashtag nobody cares. <laughs> Hashtag pretend everything's fine so people like us. Yeah. Isn't that okay. light? Isn't that how life goes? <laughs> yeah. So wow, welcome. <laughs> I'm better now. Good. Even though I'm a sweaty hot person. <laughs> I censored my language. Good job. Um, I'm just going to kick this sucker off right now. Please do. With what is absolutely not tickling my fancy. Please tell me. I was driving on my way here. Yeah. I am on the freeway going 80 like normal people do. Going with the flow. Driving with the flow of traffic. Maybe not really paying attention to some things. (laughs) Look behind me. I'm getting pulled over. No. Okay. Now, this comes yesterday. We switched insurance companies, uh-uh. right? Because it's just like, you know, like after you're with your insurance company for a couple of years, they start to screw you. They do. And what makes me really mad is like Jake is like, I just think we can get better rates than this, whatever. So he calls, finds out we can save, you know, a lot of money, calls our current insurance carrier and the minute they hear that he's going to transfer, it's like, oh, well, you know what? Let me see what we can do. Right, right. So now they can save me $150 a month. And Ooh. it's like, if I am a loyal customer, why are you not calling me and saying, hey? You could be on a better plan. You could be on it. Like, that is the kind of customer service that keeps a person around. Right. So, anyway, I have not had a ticket in eight Nay, 10 years. Oh, shoot. I mean, I have not had a ticket like in most of my adult life. Right. Oh, actually, I have not had a ticket since Jake and I have been together. So like 15, wow. 17 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a ticket since in like 15 years probably too. So, yep, I get pulled over. And mm. I, okay, I like to think that in my normal life, I have a good game face. Yeah. Okay, but he comes over. I'm, you know, I tr- I'm trying to be positive. He, I unroll my window and he's like hey and you know what you know <laughs> just, I mean just spit it out are you gonna give me a ticket or not so he basically says you, you know I'm pulling you over for your speed and I'm like because I was speeding it's a 65 I was going 15 over who's uh, counting <laughs> um, who doesn't but then also because I have a clear cover over my license plate that yes but it's not even a dark you've one. been picked up for that before well with me. I've been picked up for the shaded one okay this is just a clear oh. one so I know that that was just why he anyway doesn't matter Ugh. so we're kind of chit-chatting and finally I'm like I, he may he may <laughs> have just said I'm just going to give you a warning but I'm like so do you want my stuff uh, right like do you want like, let's speed this up. Like, what's I got happen? somewhere to be. <laughs> Hence the reason I'm going 80 in a 65. Right. So he, yeah, 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 yeah. And he takes it and he gives me a ticket. But and I almost wonder after, I'm like, damn it. I should have just wrote it out a little so bit. So are we done? Yeah, just catch on been like, with how, the... How is your day? How many this kids traffic, do you have? These drivers are crazy out here. 
It's like when they say to like personalize your like captor if you've yeah. been abducted. My name is Jamie. I'm a mother of six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Get him to sympathize with you a little bit. But I'm just like at this point, just just give me the ticket. Yeah. You know, let's just go. Get it over with. I'm not speeding for fun. Yeah. You know? Not a so, race car driver. That is what is untickling my fancy today. <sighs> that is. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you know what's untickling my fancy today? What? You know what? Let me tell you what. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> if 2020 taught me anything, it has been reinforced this week that I am not meant to be a homeschool mom. I am meant to be the kind of mom that drops my kid off at 840, picks them up at 340, says, how was your day? And let's move on. I don't want to do math with you. I, no. I do not. Oh, my daughter's been ill in some ways for like three weeks. Jeez. And has not been going to school, and it, I, mm-mm. No, it's time. It is time. Bundle her up and boot her little hind end out. I know. I love her, but I am a, I am a, there is a reason I don't homeschool. You're a lady of leisure. <laughs> you know, I ain't got time for this. My house is a disaster. It's like, you don't know why having one kid at home who can take care of themselves, for the most part, besides her not feeling well, takes up my entire day. I know. I just can't. I know. It's, I know, it's crazy. So it's crazy. Um, I do have one good thing that did tickle my fancy on my way out the door from work. There is um, a fantastic chocolate covered caramel, Uh sea salt, chocolate caramel. Go on. Little nugget (gasps) that comes from Costco. Okay. That is amazing. Ooh. Yeah. Like a turtle, Like a Like a it's just like a little square caramel kind of square, uh, but it's covered in dark chocolate and has sea salt on it. Dark chocolate. It's I know, which I am opposed to. I know. Every form. You think it's a health food. I do. But <laughs> today, for lunch, I only had Cheetos. So when I went downstairs and I'm on my way out the door and I see these salted caramels and someone offers one, who am I to say no? No. Never. I mean, I have eaten nothing but... Jalapeno Cheetos <laughs> all day. So yeah, I'm gonna have a caramel. I I can. I'm willing to have a vegetable. You <laughs> Give know? me that health food. I'll Give have me some, some dark chocolate. But it was I've great. eaten chocolate checks and Cheez Its. Oh, good. today. Yes, so. it's important. We're on the same page. Yeah, in yeah. our nutrition, our nutritional yeah. life. Yeah. So I mean, good stuff. Very, very good. They come in a little canister. <sighs> I mean, I don't know how much they are. Probably ridiculously overpriced, but I'm gonna look. Yeah, you should. Not and if how you much get they some, are, get me gonna, some too. I will. I yeah. will. So good. Let me tell you what's tickling my fancy. Okay. It is the newest Nick and Vanessa Lachey reality show, The Ultimatum. <sighs> it's the next trashy t- reality TV is so off the rails, and I'm so here for it. I literally hate all famous people. Okay, but this is not, it's not about them. It's they're, I know. they're the hosts of it. But he looks like this. I know he has. He is so he's very overbotoxed. Yeah. I mean, he literally looks like it's like. Um, have you seen um, Bolton? Uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael Bolton. Bolton. <laughs> yes. Okay. Who is like petrified wood? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this guy is so, and you know it's that it's like his neck doesn't move. His neck doesn't move, and his brain is like there is nothing left in there, right? <laughs> Except he is, his old songs. He is eight thousand years old, uh-huh. but it's like his his perfectly capped. 
um, veneers yeah. and his uh, petrified face. And yeah. I mean, it's like preserved, not even petrified. That's not the word, but whatever. No, I agree. Yeah. That's, mm. I know Nick is, do you remember when he was married to Jessica Simpson yeah. and they had a reality show? Yeah. I loved it then. I, yeah. I've always loved stupid reality I just, TV. I, I hate stupid, famous people. I hate rich, ignorant people, <laughs> famous people. Like, I remember when Nick and, what's her name? Jessica? Yeah. Jessica? Yeah. Had, had their show and I remember one time she was supposed to do laundry and was literally her, her whole living room was full of dirty clothes and she was like ah, yeah and I'm like I wanted to light her house on fire yeah I yeah like it it's gross well you don't get a ton of them but it's these like couples who have been dating for two or three years and one wants to get married and the other one doesn't mm-hmm. and so the one said that gave the ultimatum. Either we crap or get off the pot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we either get married or we break up. And this show is to figure out if you're going to get married or break up. But in order to do that, somehow you need to hook up with another person. from a, So they bring six couples together. Then they reshuffle the deck of cards. And like, can you choose someone? Like throwing your keys in a bowl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like literally. But they have like a week to choose a new partner. Then they like live with this new partner. Whatever... Anything's on the table. Really? On the bed. And then after the three weeks, they decide if they want to marry their original person or break up or maybe hook up with a new person. Okay. Well, a couple things I have to say about that. (laughs) First of all, no new spicy relationship compete with an old season relationship. Exactly. First of all. Exactly. And second of all, if you have to bring your significant other to a game show... (laughs) hosted by plastic people, to (laughs) determine whether to get married or not? The answer is no. It's probably no. Nope. You guys need to go your separate ways. Exactly. There. Save everybody the expense of travel. Save the producers having to, you know, do the show. No. Nope. You don't. You shouldn't be together. They should. Anyone who applies for the show, they should just, like, break up immediately. It should automatically. Yeah. There's actually no show. We're just here to tell you to break up. Your relationship is doomed. Yep. Yeah, and and I guess third is if you have to hook up with somebody else to know how you feel about your partner, again, yes, it's probably not going to work. Yes, and there's this one girl who literally, like, day one when all the couples came in, she already, like, had her eye. Like, she knew who she wanted to hook up with. Wow. And then there's another one that's like, I'd probably break up with my boyfriend if he didn't make enough money. Because <laughs> that's what it's all about. Okay. I hate people. Yeah, you'll hate them all. Oh, I can't wait. What's it on? It's uh, net. Oh, shoot, it's either Netflix or Hulu. And it's called the ultimatum. The ultimatum. Trash TV at at its, its finest. finest. And I'm here for it, and I will watch it all. Okay. Good. I love it. Okay. Good. So that's my fancy being okay. tickled. Okay. Tickle well, me, tickle. Shall we move on to? The Weird and Wacky World. So I have the topic for today, yeah, right? Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like I tend to go down a different road than you do. That's okay. So you tend to focus on things that are really, like, interesting, intriguing, weird wonders of the world. And mm-hmm. I just go for, like, like batshit, <laughs> right? But I, you know, it's who I am. I love it. So this one, of course, is from um, The Mirror. I love The Mirror. so weird. And anyway, 
Um, okay. And the title is, well, on the top it says, you think that you do anything for your family, but at which point do you draw the line? Okay. So a woman, um, an anonymous woman, age 26, revealed how her dad asked her to be a surrogate for his child and how he was disappointed when she declined. Oh, mm -mm. Okay. So the anonymous woman, 26, explained that her 56-year-old father, who was married to a 40-year-old woman, clearly not her mother, no. told her in confidence that he and his new wife have been trying for a baby for the last two years um, and asked her to keep it like this was kind of private between them. Um, he said they're attempting IVF but aren't having any luck. Okay. So she goes on to say, he asked, if things with IVF don't work out, would I be willing to be a possible surrogate? Now... Bear in mind, this would be with donor DNA for both of them. Okay. Okay. Um, she said, I was shocked and honestly slightly disgusted by the idea. Okay. So this is having your dad's sperm. Yeah. Wait, no, you said they were both donor, which made me I think. I don't know. There should be the dad. Or, hold on. Okay. Because usually like men's <sighs> sperm live forever. Like men are with producing sperm till the day they die. For both of them. Okay. okay. For, it says for do, with donor DNA for both of them, not okay. from both of them. Okay. Okay. So that is not her dad's sperm swimming around. Which I don't know why, but we'll distrust it. I don't know if the way it's written, I can't tell. Okay. Okay. It doesn't even matter. Okay. It's still <clears throat> for her dad. It's still gross. Okay. She went on to say how she had a rocky relationship with her father and they went a number of years without speaking. So her initial reaction was one of surprise. All of this makes the fact that he asked so shocking. She said, when I asked, he, when he asked, I gave an awkward chuckle and I said, I don't even know if I ever want to physically have a child myself. And if I do, I would probably use surrogacy myself if I could, you know. He was audibly disappointed and his response was, no, I don't know. There was an awkward pause and I said, yeah, well, sorry, but I love you. <laughs> and hung up the phone. Um, she said, I was so shocked. I thought I'd entered the twilight zone and started to feel nauseous. She recalled how much of it weirded her out that her dad felt comfortable asking this of her. Right. I would like her, uh, let's see, I would like to put the fear of God into him so he never considers <laughs> even thinking of me and surrogacy in the same sentence ever again. Uh, she said, my dad is a selfish person. I know he didn't consider the ramifications of what being pregnant and having a child would have on me at all, even if I would not be involved with raising it. That now, would still be your sister or brother, right, though. Right, right, right. Which I don't know if that makes it harder. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then this is this kind of changed things for me if I wasn't weirded out by it already. Um, she said, I know part of why he is he asked me is because he was hoping to save the money a surrogacy agency would cost. Oh. Um, it's grossing me out that he had to have thought about me being pregnant. I Anyway, and then she goes on to say how she wants to talk to her mom about it, but he asked her not to tell her mom. Oh. Um, anyway, but... Um, she just she's just inquire or not even inquiring but just talking about how inappropriate she felt like that was. That's just weird. So and she's and she's like twenty six. Twenty six. Never, never had, had kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna have that first pregnancy and delivery be for your dad and his and his wife. I mean, there are a lot of things that I would do for a lot of people. Yeah. But I just I guess my thought is that. Somebody that's going to be a surrogate should not go into it cold. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't know, A, how your body's going to respond to pregnancy, right. delivery, childbirth, all of that. 
And second, there are so many feelings that go with that. Like to go through that experience for the first time, kind of unaware, and then have to hand that baby. I I don't know. I just feel like it's, that's a lot to ask somebody. Yeah. I feel like people who do surrogacy have had babies, have had multiple babies. They know they love being pregnant or that they at least do well being pregnant, pregnant, that they have no complications, that their parts all work. If you, if you were a surrogate surrogate for Mm -hmm. the first time and things went wrong and you could never have your own kids after that, which happens all the time. That would be, that's not a good idea. I have a cousin who has, and I can't remember what they call it, but there's like a medical term for extreme severe, um, like morning sickness. Oh, yeah. To where she like almost died during, she was pregnant twice. Like IV flu. Yeah, like because she was so, so ill during the whole time. And it's like, and then you've gone through nine months of your life for this, and then you're so sick. And I don't know, it just seems weird. And, um... I just think it's very weird. It's just weird that, yeah, that he asked his daughter. I don't know. Oh, I just think You it's... hear about, like, moms having babies for their kids, for mm-hmm. their own kids. I've heard about that. And I would do it, like, for my sister. Right. I, but, again, if I had healthy, normal, functional... Yeah, if I had easy pregnancies... Easy pregnancies. Well, then I would have had more kids, A. Yeah, but, well... <laughs> B. And, yeah. but the fact... Okay, let's talk about this. Surrogacy. People make bank being surrogate parents, oh, yeah. right? Are carrying a baby, like they pay. I mean, just the other day I was reading something. We were talking about um, surrogacy, and somebody was getting paid like between forty and sixty thousand. Wow! Just to carry this baby. Wow! And then on top of that, it's all of like they pay for their nutrition, they pay for their health care, they pay for their clothing, they pay for all of these things that go that play into that. But I mean, people make thousands of dollars yeah and so for her dad to be like hey you have a uterus <laughs> your uterus is empty at the moment yeah how would you like to house your sister oh it's close and weird it's, it is weird okay don't do it that's my weird and wacky world okay it is a weird and wacky world yeah people are so weird okay should we move on to oh, oh honey. honey yes oh, let's do honey. Oh, honey okay this one is so creepy So this woman writes, ever since I got out of the hospital for chronic problems, my husband has been introducing me to some games every evening. One game used to be about doing things while my eyes are blindfolded, involving puzzles, Rubik's cubes, shaped objects, etc. Would take turns to do it just for entertainment. Sounds weird. Okay. Already. Just a couple of days ago, he tried to get me to sign papers while wearing a blindfold. I refuse to do it because he never lets me look at what I'm signing, neither before or after. He says that he was just trying to see if I could leave the same signature every time I signed, but I couldn't help but feel uncomfortable. I told him I don't want to play this game unless he shows me the papers first. He said, never mind then, and stopped bringing it up. Last night, he tried to convince me to try and even volunteered to go first. I asked if he was going to show me what I was going to sign, and he made a face and said, no, it's the rules, and I should respect them. I refused, and he kept on about how I keep acting worried and suspicious for no reason. He said I clearly don't trust him, and he was hurt by finding out that now, after everything we've been through, we had an argument, and I told him to drop it and not to bring it up again, period. He was mad despite saying it was no big deal. He was obviously upset with me and kept talking about how I don't trust him and that I was out of line to assume or suspect anything from him like this. I might be paranoid, but I couldn't help it. I do think I was T.A. to him after he stood by my side when my own family didn't even visit me in the hospital. Girl. (laughs) 
that okay. I don't know whether to coach him up or um, like convince her to divorce him. Right. Because he that is shady. That is just something is going and it's on. So calculated. Like he must be having her sign. Um, I don't know, divorce papers or sign something that is going to give him some, like maybe it's beneficiary of something. Uh-huh. Maybe it is, um, like like I said, divorce papers that gives him all of the things that he wants. And you know what I mean? It could yes. be any number of a things. A post-nup where he can yeah. divorce her and not give her any alimony. Yeah, any, any number of things that that could be. Um, and he and that's just shady. Like, what so a piece of crap. Weird. And then to gaslight her to be like, you are so... You don't trust me? How could you not trust me after everything we've been through? Because you're trying to get me to sign something with my eyes... With my eyes closed. And then you won't show me even after. And what, like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, what if I want to see how well I did? Right. I don't right. get to see? Right. Um, yeah. So why... This is what she ought to do. Yeah. She ought to sign it completely different than she normally does. And then when it comes to fruition, she could say, oh, yeah, that, well, that's not really my signature. Right. That's not. Look at look at my driver's license. Look at all these documents. That's not how I sign my name. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, on his side, there are a lot of things that you can do to get those papers signed. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, forge them, for one. <laughs> sure. Right. Um, second thing you could do, how about this? How about I bring out a stack of papers and I start with giving you a paper with a line on it and you sign it and we look at it and laugh and you sign it again. And then I just slip in the document (laughs) I want you to sign. You sign that, I hide that, and then I show you a different paper. Right. Right. You could slip that in. Okay. So now you're trying to tell him how to get away with this. I'm just saying, like, what a... Like, what, what an idiot. What are you doing? What are you doing, you idiot? You are stupid. You're not going to get away with this. You are it's not. It's the dumbest idea, and it's obviously shady. Like, right. you are not wrong for being suspicious, lady. that's stupid. There's absolutely no... That's not a game. That's not fun. Who's that fun what for? What she needs to do is say, hey, I've got a little game of my own. Mm-hmm. And she needs to get... <laughs> Same type of paperwork and play the same game. Exactly. And be like, you know what? I'll sign mine if you sign yours, whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How about a game? I'll be blindfolded. You stand in front of me. I'm just going to punch and see what I hit. Yes. Just a blindfolded punch. And when he says, well, I don't really want to get hit in the face, you say, well, that's the game. <laughs> don't you trust me? Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> so rude. People are so dumb. Yeah, that's a shady. Isn't that just the weirdest? Like, yes, that's shady. You are absolutely right to trust your gut on that. Yeah. And does he think that just because she signs something that she's not going to have any say in right. it? I mean, right. like she could go in and be like, I was I was forced to sign this under duress. Yeah. And then that, you know. But I wonder if that would hold up. Well, yeah. He put a blindfold on me and made me play games, damn it. <laughs> but that's just so weird. Yeah. It's like that one blindfold murder game. Do you remember that story? No. I watched some true crime about this where this woman would play these games with her husband, with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think she was having an affair with him. I think he was. No, she was having an affair. So she did this to her husband. Okay. Where she would blindfold him and then play these games. And she ended up like stabbing him in the chest like Oops. while he was blindfolded. <laughs> like, let me just tickle you. Let me just poke you. Oh. But I think he survived. How do you explain that away? Yeah. Um, which reminds me, 
completely, when you said murder, I thought podcast. Podcast reminded me of the podcast I listened to. The other day on my way back here from Utah, I listened to the Chasing Cosby. Oh, is it about podcast? Oh, is it about <gasps> Bill Cosby? Oh my hell! I don't. You know, I don't want to know. I he was my no, TV dad. You need to know, and I want to think that he is. I I am really having a hard time accepting this. No, I was with you. I was like, ah, eh, what? You know, how does that happen? Is Whatever. It bad. You, I have been disturbed, and you know, it takes a lot to disturb. It you. Takes a lot. Um. When did I? What is today? Tuesday. Yeah. So I listened to this on Sunday. Okay. And I'm still a little like my gag is still going. Really? Yeah. You need to listen to this. Your heebie jeebies are heebin and jeebin. They are jeebin hard. Uh, see, I just like I felt like we were the Cosbys, and my dad was Bill Cosby because my dad is so fun and funny and lighthearted, and we loved. Like I have a heart. It's like my dad. No, you need to separate okay. that. You need to watch it. Okay. Chasing. Cosby. Okay. I will listen to it. I need a new... Please do. I need a new good podcast. I listened to the whole thing start to finish in my drive, so it's like, four, you know, less than four hours. I was disturbed that you were in Utah. Like, I feel like I need to know where you are. When I found out you were in Utah, it was like, I felt like... How, you're just in Utah? How dare you? Like, I just don't know. You're <laughs> no, just in stupid. Utah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I knew you weren't available, but when I... It was just... It's, it's weird when I don't know where you are. I know. I'm sorry for that. I should have Can I have you, like, on my tracking app? Remember so I can how just... we share a calendar now? So we know our each other's, like... Yes. Business. I love that I need to us. share a GPS with you so I yes. know where you are at all times. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have a story for you. Um, okay. This can get a little complicated, but... Um, okay. My husband has a daughter, 15. Okay. And a son that's six. She has a son that is five, and then together they have a daughter that is eight months old. So four kids, 15, six, five, and eight. Okay. Okay, so the mom writes, I became a stay-at-home mom after I had my baby because I wanted to be there for my children, and we had the financial ability to do so because of my husband's job. But it's exhausting having four kids at home. Great. Hmm. Yeah, it okay. is. It's exhausting having one kid <laughs> who's 10 and can do everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. But they're not all little. They're 15, 8, 6, okay. 15, 6, 5, 8 months. I feel like what I said in the beginning is going to come back to bite me in the ass during this no, story when I hate her. No, you're going to hate her, though. Okay. Okay. I have given um, the older three kids age-appropriate chores, but my stepdaughter... 15, has complained that I am being unfair. She told her dad that she is basically raising the six-year-old stepson in between when he comes home from school and when my husband comes home from work. She is upset that she has to cook for him. Um, And then she says, I think that he can get his own food since he's six. And my husband and I make the big meals and have made it very clear that the stepdaughter, 15, does not have to make anything. And that if the six-year-old um, is hungry, he can grab something from the healthy snack basket that I have made available. Okay. But apparently he doesn't want a healthy snack and needs sister to cook for him. So he's like begging the sister to cook maybe. Yeah, he's freaking hungry. Okay. okay. So the stepdaughter, the 15-year-old, and I have the normal... Oh, wait, let me back up. The baby is also a handful as any baby is, and my biological 5-year-old's Needs a lot of parenting since he is a wild child. Ugh. I can feel her just saying, oh, he's so wild. He is just a wild child. Mm-hmm. Oh, little bundle of fun. <laughs> little bundle of spitfire. 
Um, Don't okay. want to crush his little spirit. Right. Okay, so the five-year-old needs a lot of parenting since he's a wild child, and my stepdaughter is mad that she has to help with this, the six-year-old with his homework since I am busy with my five-year-old. Uh. Mm-hmm. Okay, the stepdaughter and I have the normal teenage girl and mom fights, and I got really frustrated one day and said that if I was so bad, then she can go live with her drugged-up lunatic mother. <gasps> <laughs> Oops. Okay. Hey, psycho. It's a great thing to say yeah. to a child about their mother. Yeah. Um, I take full responsibility for what I said and immediately apologize, but my stepdaughter got really offended and cried when she says the same thing about her mom. Okay, it's kind of like the thing where... Like, I can talk crap about the people I love, yeah. but ain't nobody else going to do it. 1,000%. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Bright's like, I know De- Like I know, I make fun of Deacon and call him a nerd and this and this, but if anyone... Yeah. Like, like that is the sibling, like... That's their prerogative. Right. That is how it goes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so stepmom calling mom a drug, drugged up lunatic. lunatic. His, you know, you don't... That's crossing the line. <laughs> Okay, she and I both made up in a few hours, and I did hug her extra and made us a nail appointment. But my husband was furious with me and told me never to speak to his daughter like that again, and it was a catalyst for another fight, as it should be. Mm-hmm. We got into a huge fight, and he said, I wanted, he said I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, which means I should take care of all the kids, even the ones that aren't mine. I asked if the six-year-old, his six-year-old, um, could stay at his biological mom's house because she's totally willing and really loves the kids. The, Except the drugged, for she's a drugged up lunatic. The drugged out lunatic? Is that who we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I asked if they could, if he could stay at the mom's until he gets off work because I am too overwhelmed. And he refused. He said that my son's father pr- barely provides anything for him and he married me, which means he took on the obligation on providing and caring for my son as if he were his own. He said that if I need help, we'll hire a nanny, but I am not allowed to send his children away. I argued that hiring a nanny is just too expensive and that I would need to go back to work, and then we both went to bed angry. I truly want to know if these step-parent roles are unfair. Well, (laughs) if you're agreeing to be the stay-at-home mom in the relationship and he's supporting you financially... Then yeah, you need to take care of his kids. Yeah, no, no, it's yours. it's unfair, and you're crazy. Yeah, it's unfair that you are this damn crazy, <laughs> right? Like, what planet are you living in? And I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about from the time the kids get home from school. She has the six year old, the the fifteen year old, the sixteen, fifteen, six, and five year old. Right. Yeah. Kate, I'm sorry. But you can do that. Right. You've got all day to kind of be with the baby and recoup. And then the kids come home. And it, it's a wild time, those few hours. Like the three hours. <laughs> to the kids go to bed Until the husband gets oh, home. Oh, until the husband gets home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think it's fine to have the 15-year-old help and cook. That's fine. But then help with the homework and all that, too. It's like... That is not... like. This is your role. Yeah. Your, this is what, and if you're willing to do it for your children. Right. That's the problem. Like you, you, I mean, I would assume that most step parents go into being a step parent, like kind of knowing what that's going to look like. Yeah. And, you know, and if people, I probably would not be a great step parent, but I know Mm. that. Right. And so like, I would not go into that relationship, but it certainly isn't fair to say, you know, I'm going to stay home husband and you support me and my children and then figure something out for your own. Right. 
And that 15-year-old shouldn't have to be raising their kids. No. So, I mean, you know, every once in a while, helping out. I mean, you help out as a family. Sure. But... Mm. Yeah, it sounds like she wants his kids to do their own thing so she can take care of her own kids and be financially supported. Yeah, and I would say to her, if I was the husband, I would say, you know what? If this is too much work for you, we will absolutely get a nanny. And then you can go to work yeah. part-time to help pay for it. Yeah. Like, if you if you like you can't have your cake and eat it, too. If exactly. you don't want the stay-at-home parent job, then, you know, and I get, like, it's she's not saying... Like, it'd be reasonable for her to say, when you get home at 6 o'clock, I'm off the clock. Or or we both work together. For sure. Right? For sure. But she's like, I don't want the day job. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want you to go to work, and I just want to stay home and not take care of the kids. Take care of my own kids, but not your drugged out mom. Lunatic. (laughs) Ex-wife's kids. Yeah. I hate her. Oh, yeah. That's not how it works. That is just not how it works. Okay. Okay, your turn. Okay. Well, I have uh, another trash bag husband. Oh, I do love those. But but instead, I think we've trashed on, I think it's too similar, so I'm going to do this one. Okay. I am an 18-year-old girl who is in college. I've been getting bullied slash harassed by three guys in my class who have taken to messaging me online with rather gross slash harassing messages and NSFW pictures that I'm sure you can all fill in the gaps with without me going into detail. So I'm sitting on my couch. I read that. I'm like, what the heck is N, what was that? NSFW. And my 12-year-old boy goes, not safe for work. Like, how the heck did you know that? (laughs) Thank you, son. Thank you, child. How did you know that? Did you know that? Um, After you said it, yes. I had, I don't know. I would have had to think about it for a while. I don't know how my kid knew that. Anyway, so obviously peen pics. Yes. Um, or other gross stuff. Yes. I should have reported them or just blocked them, but I had enough. So I screenshotted every message that sent me and found their mothers through their Facebook pages <laughs> and sent screenshots to them, including an explanation of who I am and how their sons have been bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> their mothers were horrified and shocked by what I sent them, explaining what was going on, and all three of them are on my side. Some of my friends think this is genius and exactly what they deserved, but some of my other friends think I took it too far and was out of line to put that on their mothers. And also how I don't and how also how I don't know what their home life is like. Am I the asshole for doing this? Should I have gone about it another way? I think she did not go far enough. <laughs> okay, you know what what their home life is like? You're talking about adults, right? right? In college college yeah, students. Yeah, I think they're they're college kids. Yeah, so that I, we don't feel bad. You don't get to send dick pics to people unsolicited and nope. then have us consider or take into consideration your home life. Yeah. If your mom's going to beat you over it. then she. You know what? If your mom maybe did beat you from time to time, you probably wouldn't be sending these pictures. Maybe so. <laughs> so, I mean, I could be wrong. I love that because you. she could take it to the police. She could do whatever. But nothing is going to get to the heart of it like a, a mother, an like, enraged mother. Like a good old you, I mean, think think if you got one of those. Like if a I girl, would cut them up. I mean, can you imagine if someone said, your son sent me these pictures. And I've asked him to stop harassing me. The wrath that a mother could bring would be worth, worse than like the dean of students. Well, or, and this is the other thing. 
um, it's considered, isn't that considered like a sexual offense? I think so. So she's doing them a favor by she, sending it to their mom and saying, yeah. look, you pieces of crap. A little perf. This is going to your mom now, but next, the next step is getting you kicked out of the college and going to the police. Right. So, you know what? You are welcome, boys. I think it is an effective way. Very effective. Someone, one of the comments was like, yeah, you don't, like, their moms don't want to see those pictures. And like, Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah. Okay, not everybody wants to see your penis. No one wants to and see. And in fairness, nobody ever, whether they know you, like you, nobody wants to see that. No. Nobody wants to crack open a picture on their phone to that. Nope. And in fairness, their, their moms have seen it. Maybe oh, not the maybe adult. Maybe not. Maybe not the adult glory, college but... boy version. Oh, and how humiliating for them. <laughs> you know what? You put that shit out there on social media, yeah. that is anyone's for the taking. Exactly. Yeah. You send it to me unsolicited, I can send it to whoever yep. I want. Everyone. Including your future girlfriend, your bishop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> bishop. <laughs> Anybody. Oh, yeah. I yep. think that was genius. I love it. Good for her. And I think all girls should do that. I think everyone. Everyone should just be contacting everybody's mothers. Yep. About everything. Yep. Okay. If mothers ruled this world, it'd be a better place. It really would. Leave it to the moms. Okay. Um, okay. We don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to go with something short. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Gonna go for something short on here. Um, okay. This guy writes um, Six years ago, I swapped my then girlfriend, now wife's okay. cat with a more well behaved lookalike. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, she had an all black cat that was extremely aggressive. It scratched everyone, hissed at everyone, and didn't use its litter box half the time. Ugh. My wife insisted she could get it to behave better. One week she went out of town to visit her family, and I was supposed to go to her apartment and feed it. The first night I went over, it scratched the shit out of my arm. Yeah, no. I. <laughs> I joked to the cat that it's not special and I'll replace it if it scratches again. The joke stuck with me until I had thought about it enough that it wasn't a joke. The next morning, I went to the local animal shelter, found an identical cat who was already litter box trained and acclimated to people. But it was a little skittish. Its old owner died of a heart attack and the animal shelter people said they think that's why it was skittish. But overall... Do you think that cat ate its owner? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, but overall, it was a lot friendlier and better behaved, and the skittishness would help it resemble the original cat. <laughs> so I adopted it, took it to my you know, current wife's apartment, settled it in, then drove her original cat to an animal shelter down <laughs> over. She said, I was paranoid my wife would find out if I took it to a local one. Yeah. Um, it's been six years. <gasps> we got married four years ago. We still have the swapped cat. It answers to the original cat's name. My wife knows nothing. She loves this cat and brags about how much better behaved it is. Every time I see it, I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> don't. Don't feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> and then it says, at a, uh, for people saying the other cat was likely euthanized by the shelter, I just double-checked that the shelter that I dropped it off at was was and still is a no-kill shelter. So the other cat, the original cat, is fine. Good. Um, good. But I think, good on you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. That was smart thinking. I mean, it's a cat. And she, this cat was nicer. So it's like, 
he might have saved their relationship. They might have never gotten married if she had this asshole cat. He might have been like, I can't, it's you or the cat. It's me or the cat, and I'm out. Exactly, yeah. And so my mom used to have this cat named Kiri. I think its name was Kiri. Anyway, it was vicious. Oh, there are some... She would be walk, and it loved my mom. Uh Like, it would like to snuggle and cuddle. But she'd get up and walk, and that sucker would run right up her leg and just cling right into her thighs. Oh, my gosh. And it's like my little mom that's like 70, and this cat is like aggressively... And, and, and my mom, you know, she's all cut up. And she's like, oh, well, she's just, you know, she just doesn't know her own strength. No, she's trying to kill you. She's mean. She is mean. Uh-huh. She is vicious. <laughs> I have a cat story, and I don't know if I should share it because people might literally, like, revolt and no, hate us to. forever. So, they hate us. This is on you. They already hate me. <laughs> They'll hate you by association. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. So when we had our first baby, we had this cat named Gracie. Who we love, but she was kind of a little bit vicious. And when we had the baby, she started peeing all over the baby stuff. Like, she hated the baby. She mm-hmm. was trying to mark her territory. So I'm trying to take care of a newborn, and this cat is peeing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. And I can't get the smells out, and I do not know what to do. So I'm calling shelters. I'm trying to pl- like put it up for adoption. No one will take the cat. So Aaron and I got black hoodies and, like, dressed all in black and, like, pulled them up over our faces and put, like, ski masks on. (laughs) Wow. And we took the cat and, like, food in the litter box and put it in a crate and just, like, left it on the doorstep of the shelter. (laughs) (laughs) With, like, 20 bucks. Should I edit that out? Okay, wait. (laughs) Why didn't you just... You just, it, the shelter wouldn't take it? No, they wouldn't take it. They were full. Oh. <laughs> so you're like, well, I'll teach them. Yeah, and, but they had security cameras because I think that was probably a problem. So we literally, like, parked, like, blocks away and, like, put on ski masks and, like, ran up to the door and just left <laughs> it there. And I know it's so bad. Okay, well, you know what? If the, I... <laughs> They are a shelter. Their whole job is saving these animals. It's a, it was like a homeless cat. Yeah, like, they're not going to turn it away. No, and then we would check the website to like make sure it was on there. And, that and she, it was. Yeah. So you know it's in. Yeah. You should not feel bad. Oh, man. Okay, now of, we have zero listeners. I know. Everybody's left the podcast. Kristen hates us. Oh. Sorry, I, Kristen. Kristen. I had no part in she this. She was so disturbed by that I dog so story upset. last week. I know she was. Um, should we, do we have to move on to... We do. We the, have to move on the to the barren truth. truth. Okay. It fits in well. Are you reading it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. okay. No, you read it. It's, no. your, it's your turn. I just... Okay. okay. Or is it the same one? Yeah. What parenting trend do you yes. strongly disagree with? Wow. This all became about parenting today. I know. I know. It's like our minds. And like this alike. is going to fit when, when that woman was like, he's a wild child. He's such a little wild child. Because that's mine. Okay. You want to know my my least favorite parenting style? So much. Everything. <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is what I hate the most. I work in a school. Yeah. You've um, seen it all. I, in, you know, for 15 years of my life, parents... You are doing a disservice to your children when you don't teach them that they have to follow rules or that they have that there are social norms that they have to abide by. And like, like this, the this, uh, what's the parenting style called where it's just like whatever. gentle parenting? Gentle parenting. 
I mean, you can be gentle. You don't have to be a, like, total dirtbag. Right. But it is such a disservice to kids that come into into society, not just the school system, but society with a sense of entitlement, like they've never been told no. They've never been disappointed. They've never not gotten their way. And then they try to survive and they don't, they do not do well. Right. There's so many problems that come with that. I agree. And that goes along with, that's kind of like mine, this whole, it's, it's taken to the extreme where like someone said, um, that, Denying your kid any negative experiences or emotions mm. is kind of like a parenting trend. Yeah. And um, then this one said, like, pretending that parent that not parenting is parenting. Yeah. The the what do they call it? There's a there's a term for it. Um, I don't know. This one says, I won't tell my child to stop kicking your leg repeatedly because I don't want to crush his spirit. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, remember, I sent you a like. I was texting you during my son's choir concert because there was this little kid up in the choir concert going up in front of the kids trying to sing, dancing. And, you know, the mom was like, and the mom thought it was so. He is. He just loves music. He just loves music. Thinking it's so cute. Wouldn't put the kid back in his chair. And meanwhile, I'm like, the kids are all distracted. The whole audience is distracted. It's ruining this concert. And she thinks it's adorable. Because, you know, we can't tell him no. We can't crush his spirit. We might crush his creativity and his love for music and the arts. (laughs) Drives me nuts. Yes. And then Tammy said, doing anything and everything for your kids to be popular. Mm. Even the moms compete for popularity. I want no part of that scene. Oh, my gosh. When my kids were in cheer. Yeah. So when Carly was in cheer, I well, I was a student council advisor at the school. So, I mean, I was really involved because of that. But it was like they would have those cheer meetings. And I, 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 I knew enough from my role in the school I'm like, I refuse. I think I went to one cheer meeting, and I'm like, I, I am not going to be a cheer mom. I am not going to be a cheer mom. Yep. I cannot be a part of this. I don't give a rip. You know, if, like, my daughter is a dancer, and she's amazing and wonderful, and I love her, and I don't, I'm not going to come and battle these women. She can hold her own Yep, with she's her. a big girl. Yep. And I'm not living through her. Mm-mm. Um, you this know? need to be cool, and for everyone to, and, like... I'm just going to let them break the rules or do this so they can be popular and cool. Yeah. And I'm not, it's the same it's thing. Gross. I'm not going to parent. And mom's trying to be cool yeah. also. It's all about them. It's like, just let things be about your kids. Like, let them have experience. Yeah. Better yet, let them navigate the world and you provide support at home. Yes. And teaching and nurturing. Structure. So they, yeah. So they're prepared to go in the world and handle good, bad, ugly, whatever. Don't fix all their problems. Don't call everybody for them. Don't. They are literally knocking down our door saying, you get need to get out, out of here. Get out. Okay, we have to leave. <laughs> it's time to go. The but kid with the glasses is raging. I feel like we could talk about this for okay. We're gonna Let's talk about it next 10 week. Minutes. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about this And after time. you've heard this, write in and say, like, what drives you crazy about parents these days. Because there's more to come. Okay, we got to go. The guy's yelling at They're us. They're turning See off the See you next lights. time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.